The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. This program is designed to discuss trends in real estate investing, promote financial literacy, and learn how to create financial freedom for your life. Get the hottest tips from experts in real estate investing and more. Now, here's your host, Lori Wetzel. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to our show today. You're listening to Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. And the real stands for real estate and financial literacy. Uh, We have a very special show today. I'm so excited. We have two young entrepreneurs who are millennials, and we're going to talk about real estate today. Now, for those of you who have not listened to me before and you want to know a little bit about the show, we're designed to reach open-minded individuals who are willing to explore opportunities in real estate investing and financial literacy. Now, Real estate is not just about buying and selling houses. That's on the surface. Underneath, it's about creating lifestyles. It's about wealth and freedom. It's about empowerment and accountability so that we can make a difference in this world. It's up to us. So by listening to our show, you're going to learn how to think like a real estate investor by becoming a problem solver for homeowners. Now, I want to be able to play with people who want more out of life. So if that's you, you're listening, you're listening to this show and you are in the right place. So financially, I had to reinvent myself, lost my corporate America job, and starting my own business replaced my six-figure income job. Socially, we have a nationwide team of real estate investors that we can connect with. Technology today has leveled the playing field. We can live stream, we have social media, and it allows us to connect worldwide. So people follow me, not because they know me, people follow me because they know that I know them. So what's the one thing that I know that you may not know, here it is. You are enough. You are enough to do anything that you wish to affirm and create with your life. So hang around us. You're going to be around the light bringers, the magic makers, the world shifters, the game changers. We will challenge you. We will break you open, uplift and expand you. And we will not let you play small with your life. Once again, we have two very special guests today. I am so excited. 
Uh, they're brothers, uh, Quack brothers, both Sam and <laughs> Daniel. And uh, they are millennials really tearing up this real estate investing market. So I love youth and energy. It's always great to listen to others from a different perspective. So we have Sam and Dan. Uh, who's going to go first? Is it is it Dan? Are you going to go first? I, I can go first. Okay, perfect. So, so Dan, uh, hold on. Dan is a co-owner of Novo Elite, Inc. He currently controls four different real estate investment firms. Basically in the Midwest, he's based out of Bourbonnet, Illinois. Now, Daniel takes pride in his long-lasting relationships with not only his clients, but also with his business partners, his friends, and his family. And I love this about Daniel. He is an unabashed Christian, and he spreads the love and passion of Jesus Christ. Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Lori. It really is an honor uh, for me to be here. And, you know, i got to be honest with you. You know, um, uh, this, this reflects a lot of how I started my business career. But, you know, a, a lot of millennials kind of look at themselves and they say, you know, am I, am I good enough? You know, am I good enough? Am I, you know, um, am I deserving, right? Uh, a lot of people think that real estate and, and financial literacy, especially in the millennial generation, you know, we think that's so, quote, unquote, out there and it's unachievable. But, you know, the mentors that I got connected with and the people that I got connected with really allowed me to do that, you know. And if I'm kind of talking about my background here, my background uh, you know, truth be told, uh, a lot of it is in, you know, I love people. I love to network. Um, like you, like Lori said in her introduction, I, I love um, the long-lasting relationships that I get to make with, with people that not, you know, I only get to mentor, but with the people that I get mentored by, and especially the people that I do business with. So uh, my background, I would say, in all honesty, my background is in, is in sales and networking, I love networking. I love putting deals together. I love bringing people together uh, to, for a common cause to, to, you know, whether it be make a profit or, you know, whether it be a non-for-profit uh, non project. So to, to answer your question, I would say that's kind of my background and what I naturally love to do. Now, did you have any um, experience? I mean, I've had other guests on our show and they will come on and say, well, yes, I used to be a broker for X amount of years. Or maybe I grew up in a family where my dad or mom owned a couple of uh, four units and I used to help them with repairs. Did you come, when you entered into this business, did you come in with any sort of background like that or, or no? Uh, I, I did not. Uh, actually, both for uh, our parents, you know, Sammy and I, our parents were actually pastors. Uh, they were ministers. So uh, we, I actually didn't have any business background uh, whatsoever. I mean, Sammy and I used to own a DJ company, actually, uh, that we sold past year. But, uh, you know, besides that, we had, we had no investing experience. Uh, we had absolutely no, no, especially real estate experience whatsoever. Wow, that's impressive. That's very impressive. Although I must say, being the pastor's kid, PKs, did you get a little teasing from time to time? Just out of curiosity. 
Um, I don't know. Sammy, Sammy, why don't you answer that question? I'm talking too much here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's definitely interesting because Daniel and I, you know, come from an interesting background. We're both immigrants. Uh, you know, Daniel and I moved here when we were, uh, I was I was seven and Daniel was five. You know, the whole reason why we came to America was because uh, my dad was assigned to another church. And, you know, that was one of the main ways that we were here. Um, truth be told, you know, I, I think... Yeah, there's, I, I think it's, a, it's not a coincidence that we're here. We're here. Um, I think it's definitely a divine will that that we're here, and we're so blessed that we're part. We're be here, um, you know. And, and Daniel, uh, I'm sure he's going to mention it down the road, but um, he, you know, moved here. Uh, and only had two thousand dollars, and we have zero real estate background. In fact, the word entrepreneurship never really was introduced to me until when I was 19 years old. So until I was 19 years old, I always thought, well, I would apply for a job and hopefully get into a job. But, well, until 19, that that was a model that I really understood to be the only way to be successful in life. Uh, so, you know, I was inspired to start my own business, and Daniel kind of came along down the road, and he really helped me, you know, turn the business into a very successful company uh, until we, we later sold it. Uh, until we realize how powerful real estate is uh, in terms of leverage and, you know, just, just the time freedom, having the income freedom as well, uh, being able to build and, and compound in, income without really adding more time or energy or effort into the mix. So I would definitely say uh, Daniel and I, our faith background does play, you know, uh, into, the, into the fact that, you know, the fact that, uh, that our parents are always trained for us and always, you know, spiritually and mentally supporting us, you know, I think that's been one of the key ingredients that allows, allowed me and Daniel to be so successful. And, and we got, we got a long journey ahead of us, certainly. Uh, but I think we're, we're, we're definitely blessed, uh, to have made it this far. Uh, and I, and I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to what, what, you know, what's, what's in store for us for the next couple of years. Well, awesome. So let me formally introduce you, Sam, as well. You are a serial entrepreneur. So once you came, and you came to America from South Korea, is that correct? Yeah. So we came from we came to America from South Korea. Yeah. Okay. So a serial entrepreneur, a real estate investor. You're an author. You're also the co-owner of Novo Elite. And you help private investors maximize their gains and returns. And you do it through a modern touch. Now, you provide various investor solutions. And also, you have the, uh, you have the ability to design company websites so that you develop unique business strategies for your clients. And then on top of that, you are the author of Fire Your Boss, your first business startup guide. So a wealth of talents and your passion is to empower others. Is that pretty cool? That's pretty cool there, Sam. Yeah, thank you. All right. Now, Sam, you're breaking up a little bit, so I'm not sure if you're on a landline or not. Uh, you, uh, so wherever your reception is, you might move toward a stronger signal. But between the both of you, now, 
I've met the both of both of you personally, and you both have very different personalities. So how do you play <laughs> off? How do you play off each other like that? Like Sam, are you the funny one? Daniel, the serious one? Who picks <laughs> who picks the fights and the arguments? I want to know a little bit about that. Well, I I think uh, Sammy Sammy is a bit definitely a bit more of an extrovert than I am. Um, I, I would say, uh, when I was a kid, I was probably a bit more of an extrovert, but, but now I, I would say I'm probably more of an introvert than I am an extrovert. Um, mm-hmm. but in terms of, in terms of our business, you know, I, I love, this is one of the things I'm, I feel very fortunate about. And I feel really lucky is that, you know, Sam is probably one of the best, uh, systems, systems creator that I, that I've ever met, right? Period. In, in the business world, right? Uh, what he's able to do with, you know, a laptop and, and you know, is, is simply nothing short of remarkable. So one of the things that I really enjoy is that I'm able to, it makes it makes my job a lot easier of, you know, being able to, to meet and network with the investors that we work with, uh, net, networking with, you know, private lenders, you know, raising capital and, and executing deals. That, that makes my job a lot easier because, you know, Sam is able to create these systems that are able to, to back me up, that are able to support me. You know, um, and he's able to do a lot of that himself, whereas on my end, I, I would definitely uh, need a team around me to execute that. So, you know, he's, he's very good at systems. Um, he's, he's very good with technology and understanding, uh, how to, understanding how to use technology to build a business brand. You know, and that's, I think that's a skill that he also is very good at as well, you know, which is branding a business, which is so critical in today's market. You know, if you want to be well-known and if you want to, you know, be a very successful business, you have to brand yourself. And that's something that I've been really fortunate in because that's what Sammy really specializes in. Awesome. Well, listen, I want to pick up on this thread of the conversation. Right now, we've got to go on break. And then we have a caller today that's calling in with a question. So when we come back, we're going to pick up on systems and marketing. Be back in a moment. You're listening to Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. Be back in a moment. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Do you find yourself working tirelessly to keep your business going? Are you finding out that you don't have time for family, friends, any kind of personal life whatsoever? It's time to stop feeling trapped by your business. Tune in to Reclaim Your Freedom with host Shirley Dalton. You'll hear from guests that will help you work on your business instead of constantly in your business and get your life back while the business keeps running and humming. Reclaim Your Freedom airs live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on Voice America Business. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. 
Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes. How do you keep up with these changes, build skills, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. This is Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. To reach Lori with questions or comments, please send an email to Lori at meetlauriewetzel.com. Again, that's Lori at meetlauriewetzel.com. Now, back to Keeping It Real. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel with my two very special guests, both Sam and Dan Kwok, young millennial entrepreneurs and real estate investors. And before the break, we were talking about systems, and that's so important. System stands for saves you stress, time, energy, and money. And without a system, it really is tough for you to be profitable in business today. Now, you can be in business, not sure how much money you'll make, right? So to be able to have a system, leverage those systems, as well as marketing, right? Because you have to be able to create a brand so people can get to know you, love you, and request your services, so we're going to continue on that vein. But first, we have a caller on hold, April in Chicago. She has a question. April, um, how are you today? I'm great. I'm great, Lori. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. What's your question for Dan and Sam? Okay. You know, first of all, I'm very impressed with how young they are, and they're doing these wonderful things. My question is, I'm new to real estate. In their opinion, what is the what are the top three prerequisites you have to have in order to make your first deal? If he had to give he and his brother had to give a short list to somebody who's brand new and they're working on their first deal, what are the top three things that they have to have in place in order to be successful in this business? Okay, uh, guys. I guess I'll, I'll pick up on that question. Yeah. So, uh, hey, bro. Uh, next to you is Sam. So the top three that comes to mind, and I think it all falls into one category, is, um, well, actually two falls into one, and then the other one falls into another. But in my mind, the top three that comes into play is, number one, you need to get educated, um, whether that's from a professional studies group or a coaching group. Uh, in my opinion, education is number one, because knowledge, uh, without knowledge, it, it, you're not really going to go far um, as far as making money, but at the same time, with knowledge and proper education, you're going to be able to mitigate some of the risk uh, that is involved in a real estate deal. So we all know uh, as entrepreneurs and investors that, yeah, real estate is very, very risky, uh, but it can be mitigated with proper education and coaching. Uh, number two, it kind of leads with that coaching uh, note is if you can have someone by you, 
who has done uh, many deals, has done many real estate transactions to coach you and guide you through the first uh, through the first deal and the first process. Uh, that is going to help you save tremendous amount of stress. Uh, also, my, the amount of mistakes that you'll be able to uh, you know, mitigate. Um, so, having a coach is so crucial. You know, Daniel and I, we have, you know, we have numbers of coaches that teach us different as, you know, aspects of the real estate. Uh, it's unbelievable the, the amount of things you can accomplish with a coach. Uh, number three is to have a professional, a list of professionals around you. Uh, that's CPAs, lawyers, um, contractors, if it, if it calls for it. So, you know, having the right professionals and competent professionals you know, that, that's a key thing uh, where you might also might have to be, you know, you might, have, might also have to recognize the fact that you may have to upgrade your professionals at one point, um, you know, when you're getting into bigger deals and you're, you know, getting into more complex situations with real estate, you know, you're going to need a, you know, a higher level, higher caliber professionals that are going to help you in terms of putting together deals and making those deals a success. So, you know, to recap, you're going to need education. You're going to need to learn, have the knowledge. Number two, have a mentor and a coach that kind of guides you along the path. And number three, have professionals that uh, are really going to make you work less down the road. So that's my top three. Uh, Daniel might have a different list. So that's just my opinion as far as what three things are a must for a real estate deal. Yeah, you know, I gotta, I gotta say, it's very rare that this happens, but Sam and I actually agree on something. You know, number, <laughs> number one, <laughs> number one, number one, I, I gotta say, you gotta be educated. You know, Sam really hit the nail on the head when he said, "Get educated." I mean, the, your your return on investment on getting educated is is through the roof. It is absolutely incredible. I mean, April, if you you know, if I were you, I would reach out to Lori about. Something like that. I know she definitely is an educated investor. My number two thing is I would say be really, really good at, at raising capital. Um, and this is just my experience. I've been told a lot that, you know, find the deals and the money will come. Uh, for me personally, I decided to re- reverse engineer that, you know. Um, and I, I, would, I would always say, you know what, like instead let's, let's reverse, reverse engineer that and let's find the money and have the deals come. And in my personal experience, that's been, um, that's what kind of helped me get me over the top, you know. And like I had mentioned earlier, um, one of the things that I love doing and one of the things that I know I'm really good at is, is raising capital, raising money to do real estate. And, you know, as, as soon as I started executing that and started raising money, I found that I, I get, you know, five to six emails a day about deals that, you know, I would get very high priority in, that I would get, a, you know, cash flow, um, Overall, it's just a, it's a great experience because I get my cream of the crop in terms of deals. Uh, the third thing I would say, uh, as Sam mentioned, is is get uh, get involved with with uh, a group, get involved with the community, build your network, build a team that you know is going to be behind you, right? That you know that um, will be will be able to to feed you deals, work with you, collaborate with you, and that's so huge. That's so huge, especially when you're starting out in real estate. And you're planning on doing your first deal or your second deal. Have people that have gone before you um, and really leverage them. And again, you know, I, mean, I give a lot of props to Lori because, you know, knowing her personally, I know she spends so much time and so much energy making sure other people succeed. And really, that's one of the main reasons why 
I wanted to be on this show because of how much I respect Lori in that regard of how, how, how much work she puts in and helping other people succeed in this, in this business. Wow. Well, I think, I thank both of you for that. And I got to tell you, even though you may disagree from time to time between the two of you, you both sound very wise beyond your years. Let me just say that. And you can tell in your language that you are educated investors, the way you communicate and what you emphasize that is so important. So share with our listening audience, we're going to talk about the four pillars of wealth today. Two pillars to build wealth and two pillars to keep wealth. So you've already begun to talk about how to build wealth through real estate investing. And you shared your top three pieces of advice for people just starting out. Tell me a bit about your real, some of your real estate deals. What has worked for you? And also provide an example of something that did not quite go as expected, but through your education, you were still able to resolve the situation. Absolutely. Uh, Sam, do you, want to, do you want to go first or do you want me to go? Yeah, I guess I can take uh, off the lead here. Um, so one of the main, one of the things that uh, we've done in 2016, we actually found uh, a retiring real estate investor, uh, and I think this is one of the best frameworks and templates in finding the real estate deal. Um, I happen to be uh, very busy on Facebook. You know, I, I do a lot of building for brand and marketing, and uh, I believe I caught an attention of a retiring real estate investor in our area. And he had 15 properties that he wanted to get uh, rid of because he's retiring and uh, his life situation is, is demanding, you know, such uh, adjustment in his life. So this gentleman approached me initially, messaged me on Facebook, asking if, he, if I would be interested in, in some of his uh, real estate properties. And I said, sure. Um, and it turns out with, uh, with the, help, the help of our coach and our mentor, you know, it certainly was a... Uh, you know, a deal uh, that, you know, worked out pretty well. Right now we're, we're currently in the process of closing. Uh, we're getting involved with, this, with initially four, four properties, and we have options to purchase five additional. But we were able to get that kind of deal um, because, you know, proper marketing and also having the mentor around that, that really kind of show us the, 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 the minute details and the mechanics of how the deal works. So, bottom line, we found these found these four properties that were purchasing on an owner financing, uh, which is awesome. We're only doing ten percent down, and that's actually not even our own money. So we raised the prop, we raised the capital. Uh, we're doing ten percent down with a fifteen year amortization uh, owner financing and a five year contract for balloons. So um, that just gives you a little detail of how we engineered the deal. Uh, and with that being said, uh, after we close, we're expected to cash flow around $1,300. Uh, six months later, if we do decide to purchase five more, we're expected to see additional fourteen dollars to $1,500 of cash flow. So, I mean, we're getting into these deals without using our own money or even our own credit. Uh, I mean, it's just incredible what's possible if you have the right education and the right people around you to, to help you. So. Um, Daniel can probably Daniel can probably talk about some other uh, deals and 
possibilities that we're walking into right now. I mean, there's so many deals that are just coming into our door. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have all the time in the world to deal with, with every single one of them, but that, that's, again, going back to how blessed you are, that, you know, Daniel and I are so blessed to be able to have that kind of situation play for us. So let me let me just recap this because I I can hear the listeners saying they did what and <laughs> how old they are they and how did they do this deal? So first of all, I hear that uh, having the systems and the marketing is key. You mentioned that this retiring real estate investor contacted you through Facebook. So Sam is the systems marketing guy. Daniel knows how to have the money conversations and to raise money, right? And you found that, as you said, Dan, when you reverse engineered it and focused on raising the capital, deals just kept flooding your door. So much to the point where you were able to negotiate a deal with uh, a retiring real estate investor. There were initially 15 properties up uh, as a possibility. You guys had the ability to acquire four of those properties through and and had the education to structure the deal so that it's owner financing with only 10% down and the kicker is you didn't even use your own money with right. the 10% down, set it up with a five-year contract, a balloon payment. You have the ability to cash flow $1,300 with an additional picking up some additional properties down the road. You'll have the potential to cash flow an additional fourteen dollars to $1,500 per month. And how old are you again? Really? Uh, Millennials? Oh <laughs> my gosh. I hope I think, I I think hope everyone's this just go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm I'm twenty four and uh Daniel can speak for his age. You know, honestly, Lori, you know, I am I'm, I'm getting to that age now where my back is starting to hurt. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm okay. thinking about retirement. You know, I'm I'm <laughs> You know, I am tw- I am a whole 22 years old, and, you know, it's been such a long, wow. long, tiring road. You know, I mean, I'm getting frail. It's, honestly, it's, I don't know what to do with myself, you know. It's, it's oh unbelievable. <laughs> you know, in all seriousness, you, you, you're absolutely right. You hit it right on the head, and that, that just goes to show you the power of having a community behind you. That just goes to show you the power of, of having a mentor. You know, and if you if you think about it, I I'm privileged. Both Sammy and I, you know, I'm privileged enough to be at a point where you know I'm learning from mentors who have been doing this for 30, 40 years, and they're giving me their tricks of the trade. They're giving me, you know, the lessons they have learned in 30, 40 years, and and I get to take that at at 22 years old, you know, and you know I get to to pass on that torch, right? I get to carry that torch and continue it. Uh, you know, right before the show, I was actually having lunch with a gentleman uh, by the name of Ed Kirch, who, you know, and we were looking at another 18 units. We were running the numbers, and I love the numbers. I, I love the numbers aspect of the deal. We were mm-hmm. running through the numbers, and we were figuring out, you know, what we need to do to make it a good deal for not only us, but make it good and enticing for the seller. Uh, and he's been in real estate for over 40 years. So, you know what, I'm just sitting there. 
feeling very blessed that even at the age of 22, that that you know both Sammy and I were able to 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 break bread with with folks of this caliber. Well, and you've highlighted some very important concepts. Number one, retirement does not necessarily have to be at age 55 or 65. You, the both of you are actually creating a lifestyle where you can retire when you choose to retire and you get to say how this goes. That's a novel concept for a lot of people in America today and even across the world because it's a paradigm shift. You think differently. It's not really about age and retirement. It's about creating the lifestyle that you want and enjoying life. Number two, both of you are not only educated and you're also open-minded to receive the wisdom and the coaching from the people who you surround yourself with. With So relationships and leveraging those relationships is also adding to your wealth-building strategies because I'm sure you would agree real estate investing is not an individual sport. You can't do this being a lone wolf. You definitely have to plug in and keep a circle of folks around you who are going to pull for your greatness. They're going to give you additional uh, experience, knowledge, and information on top of on top of the education. And then you're wise enough, both of you under the age of 25, just taking advantage of it and living full out. I'm so proud of both of you. That's awesome. Well, thank, thank you so much, Lori. I mean, um, and then I, I love, I love what you said there, you know, and, and a lot of people are surprised at what age we are. Uh, but I, I think, I, I think I speak for both Sammy and I, when I say that, you know, the, the accomplishments that we had are, are not the product of our actions, but it's actually the product of our reaction to what the mentors and the community around us has given us, you know. Um, and, and, you know, again, we, we feel very fortunate uh, to, to be where we are, and we just look forward to passing that on to other people, you know, uh, paying it forward and giving, it, giving that type of mentorship and love uh, towards other people. Absolutely. So, you know, what I want to, I also want to cover the second pillar of wealth, just being in business for yourself, small business ownership. So what would be some of the advantages, would you say, of being a small business owner? It's a different mindset. The both of you have created this, your business, Novo Elite Inc. You can look them up online if you want to find out more information. And so it's a different mindset from being a W-2 employee. So share a little bit about the advantages of being small business owners. Well, yeah, so I, I think... Uh, go ahead, Ben. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that you brought, you brought that up, Lori, because... Uh, Obviously, being a small business owner versus being a W-2 employee, not only there's a mindset difference there, but there's also financial differences there as well. I mean, just by 
you know, taxes and the regulation. Of course, I'm not going to go into the details of everything, but just by becoming a small business owner and, you know, through our mentorship and um, the relationship that we have with different tax professionals, uh, we learn that becoming a small business owner, we can actually pay very close to uh, no or very little taxes through tax strategies and, um, you know, the tax write-off, the deductions, and, uh, you know, there's so many possibilities for these different tax strategies that we're learning from our mentors and uh, a gentleman named Perrin Russell. I don't, I don't know. She might be, he might be related to you, Lori. But, uh, <laughs> um, oh, possibly. <laughs> Go ahead. Right? So, you know, we're getting to learn that there's not, there's, yeah, there's a mindset shift there, and there's, there's so, much, so much benefit of having that mindset, mindset, but also at the same time, financially and tax-wise, we're beginning to see the possibilities of where, you know, we're paying close to a fraction of what a W-2 employee will be paying. I mean, that alone is a huge saving, and it allows us to invest even more. We got more financial power to, to invest more and to contribute to other things that we want to in our lives. So, you know, being a small business owner definitely has so many benefits, and I think one of the reasons why people don't step into that world is fear. You know, it's mm. the fear of unknown, you know, all, all the what-if questions that come up, you know, in becoming a small business owner. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have friends that I've talked to, and I have asked and, and, and wanted to create a possibility for them to also become a small business owner, but, you know, they were so, you know, surrounded by fear, and they were so used to being a W2 employee that, you know, they were, they were asking all these what-if questions, like, you know, what if my business doesn't make it? You know, what if I don't make enough money? Or, you know, what if there's not enough customers? Uh, but the beautiful thing is, you know, as a small business owner, I have the responsibility and I have the direct influence as to, A, how much I can make in terms of money, but also how much time and how much effort I want to spend in the proportion of what I'm making. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a truly a beautiful thing, not just mindset-wise, but also financial-wise. And I think there's, there's also a better sense of um, pride in understanding that, hey, we're out to create value in the marketplace, and the marketplace will reward us appropriately for our efforts, not for our time. So... Daniel can certainly add uh, valuable points there. Uh, that's just my take on, you know, the difference between small or, small business ownership versus uh, W2 land. Okay, so yeah. we'll pick up on this, Daniel. We'll pick on this when we come back from the break. Okay. And I, I definitely want to continue this because what I hear is, is that you are, as a small business owner, you're more efficient. You have the ability to be competitive in the marketplace and therefore adding value to your customers keeps them coming back for more. So I definitely right. want to continue uh, this vein uh, of conversation. Back in a moment, when we come back, we're going to f- cover the other two pillars of wealth. We touched on it a little bit, tax mitigation as well as interest reduction. But back in a moment, you're listening to Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. Stay tuned. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. 
Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Are you pursuing your passions in business? Is your purpose integrated into your brand? Are you telling your story? Building a thriving business stems from authentic communication that serves your audience, champions big ideas, and generates big impact. Learn how to grow your business in a more meaningful way by tuning into the Soul Show Hour with host Francis Leary. It's more than business development, it's soul and inspiration too. Listen live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. If you are in the sales field or maybe don't even know that you are, you need a plan to be successful. Every day we are engaged in business and don't even realize that it all comes down to sales. We all have something to say and need to motivate others to the same way of thinking. Sales Execution Optimization, the new SEO, is the show that gets you thinking and speaking whatever the product or service. Host Bill Bush will give you the tips you need to succeed. Listen every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. To reach Lori with questions or comments, please send an email to Lori at meetlauriewetzel.com. Again, that's Lori at meetlauriewetzel.com. Now, back to Keeping It Real. You're listening to Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. And listen, not only can you email me, you can also call. You can reach my office at 312-242-3393. That's 312-242-3393 during normal business hours. And listen, if you want to find out more information about real estate investing education, Give us a call. Leave us your name, your email, your phone number, and the best time to reach you. And we will be happy to have a conversation with you. Once again, that's 312-242-3393. And we have a real estate workshop that is uh, upcoming on January 21st. And the subject is business credit. So if you are interested in participating wherever you are in the U.S. of A. or across the world, um, I give me a call. We live stream, so I'll have the ability to connect you online if you are interested. If you are in the Chicagoland area and you want to come and participate live, the real estate intensive is $50, which is a steal. 
But I got to tell you, I have a soft spot for some of my consistent listeners. So if you contact my office today, right away at 312-242-3393, say, hey, I heard your show today, Lori, and I really want to attend that real estate workshop on business credit. I might be able to pull a few strings and, and get you in and cover that cost. So I look forward to hearing from you, 312-242-3393. Of course, these are for new guests, not those who are already involved in our real estate investing program. We'd love to hear from you. All right, you're listening to Sam and Dan Kwok came to the U.S. from uh, South Korea. Very little money in their pocket, but they had a strong passion and desire to learn real estate investing. They became educated. They plugged into a successful group of real estate investors that are nationwide. And now they have the ability to structure those real estate deals, use systems, use marketing to develop their brand have those money conversations with individuals so that they get a very nice return on their investment, not using their own money on real estate deals so that it is a win-win-win situation for everyone involved. And then being able to use those exit strategies so that they can cash flow out of their real estate deals on a monthly basis. So, Sam and Dan, we were talking about the advantages of being a small business owner versus W-2. So you have that flexibility. Do you, do you have a lot of overhead in your business? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we do. Okay. All right. Now, let me ask this question. Compared to a storefront brick-and-mortar, What's the comparison? Do you still feel that there's a lot of overhead in your business in comparison to a store, let's say a retail storefront brick and mortar store? Um, I would I would definitely say uh, not as that much. Uh, you know, of course, you know, if you're dealing with a brick and mortar store, a retail store, you know, you're dealing with you know leases, utility fees. You may have an employee that you're paying. Uh, you know, all these little things that go into just the logistics. I mean, it's not even sales or marketing, right? It, it's just, you know, those are fees or costs that associate with just being able to keep the business open. Um, you know, Daniel and I are blessed to have almost like a virtual business. Uh, we have our businesses set up where, you know, we do all, you know, 99% of our operation through the internet. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's quite interesting that the amount of costs that we're saving with different softwares and um, automation tools and marketing automation and all these little things that involve almost no time or even, you know, not a whole lot of financial costs involved. So uh, today, you know, I look at the retail and brick-and-mortar store model as very inefficient because, you know, I've seen guys and I've seen other entrepreneurs make, you know, six figures from their dorm room or from their apartment room Mm. all just from a laptop and internet space. So, you know, time has definitely changed. You know, like Daniel, you know, he's, he's, his brand, his back is already going, you know, back when he was young, you know, obviously you would have to have a brick and mortar store to be successful or at least to be able to reach to your customers. But today, you know, 80% of the, you know, United States 
population, the consumers are the consumers are already doing shopping online. You know, they're they're researching for information, and they're doing their buying process almost through you know the internet. So, Daniel and I are definitely getting involved into business in, in more of the virtual sense. Uh, mm-hmm. We travel quite a lot. In fact, I'm in Tampa right now, and Daniel is in Chicago. Uh, mm-hmm. So we were still we're still able to do our business with just our phone, our internet. Um, sometimes I don't even have to get to a laptop; it's just all through all through the phone. And it's it's quite impressive what we build. Uh, I gotta say. So technology has also leveled the playing field for small businesses because. Yep. Based on what you're saying, you can do your business any anywhere, and it's such a perfect match with real estate investing mm-hmm. because real estate is everywhere. Right. Yeah. Now, now you also no bureaucracy. You get to work with family and friends, so yep. that's an advantage as well. Being a small business owner, so there are lots of advantages. Uh, being a small business owner, as a matter of fact, 99% of U.S. employer firms actually are considered small businesses, according to a recent article I just read in e-commerce. So it's the small businesses that really help fuel America today. So we've talked about the two pillars of wealth to build wealth real estate investing, and small business ownership. Now, let's talk about two pillars of wealth to keep wealth. We've touched a little bit on tax mitigation. So based on your education, you've learned how to pay less in taxes. Did I hear you accurately on that? Yeah, absolutely. 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 Perfect. So the key is... It's not the money that you make. It's the ability of being able to keep more money in your business based upon tax deductions that you have, that you now can take advantage of because you're a small business owner, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, a lot of people think when they start a business, you know, uh, a lot of people think that, you know, they, they have dreams of, of, you know, wanting to be the next, you know, Mark Cuban. They want to be the next Mark Zuckerberg. You know, they want to be the next, you know, big thing, which, you know, it, it's, it's fantastic to have dreams. It's fantastic to have vision. Um, but, you know, a lot of times for, for a majority of Americans, especially, you know, folks with a family or they have kids, sometimes it's, it's just enough to, to be able to have some, you know, have a bit more money to, to go on another vacation or, you know, mm-hmm. and, and or just to, you know, be able to, to be able to eat out more you know, with your family and spend time with them by, by doing something together. Um, so, so that there's a lot of value um, in that and, and being knowledgeable in tax mitigation, you know, and especially with all the financial perks and the tax perks that come with having a small business, you know, that, that's so key and that's so beneficial to, to, to be knowledgeable in that. I mean, the, re- the return on investment on that type of knowledge is, is, is you're going to be getting back not just, you know, not just time, but also you're going to be getting back a lot more money through write-offs, you know. Um, one of the things that I really like about, you know, a, having a small business in terms of the benefit is, you know, having a small business and being an entrepreneur, it's, it's, it's being able to live in your gift in the, in the purest way possible, right? Everybody's got a gift. Everybody's got something that they're good at. But being an entrepreneur and having a small business, 
it's being able to do that in the purest form. So, I mean, I, I really am uh, glad and gracious that, you know, there are so many tax laws and financial regulations that support folks having a small business. And, and for me, that's what's so important. Awesome. So let's talk about the fourth pillar. And we have about three minutes remaining on interest reduction. Because being ser- serial entrepreneurs, I also understand that you have a credit repair business. Is that accurate as well? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Sammy could probably tell you a bit more about the credit repair side because he definitely does more on the credit repair side than I do. All right. Well, in doing that, though, individuals are going to be able to pay less in interest. So tell me a bit more about that. Yeah, so, uh, of course, I'm going to be very careful when I talk about credit because there's a lot of things that um, is not definitive in the credit world. And uh, and i got to admit, to be honest with you, I am fairly new to the credit world myself. You know, I'm getting a lot of mentorship and, you know, support from, you know, experts in the in the field. Uh, one thing that I do know is that having a, a an established credit, a healthy credit, can and may save you uh, lots of money on interest, uh, and especially with the strategies that uh, myself and Daniel learned through our community and the, through the education, you know, we're able to take something that's uh, an efficient instrument, a debt instrument, and be able to pay off uh, an inefficient instrument or, or a debt instrument like a mortgage, you know, within you know, five to seven years. So, you know, if, if those who are listening to this video program, you know, you might be stuck in a 30-year mortgage and, you know, you guys are just tired of paying the mortgage. And it, for those who didn't know, if, you're, if your mortgage payment is at 5% interest, uh, you're, you're close to paying about actually 80 to 90% interest. And it all adds up, uh, you know, to if you actually take a look at your amortization schedule for mortgage, you're actually paying almost like a double of the amount of money you borrow from the bank. So uh, having good credit is good. You know, it's a tool that allows you to save money and interest. But, uh, you know, not, not just that, but if you are intentional about using the right strategy when it comes to paying off your mortgage, uh, there are strategies and instruments out there that are available that the wealthy people are taking advantage of that's going to allow you to pay off your 30-year mortgage within five to seven years without adding a single penny your payment or nor even adjusting your expenses in your budget in your daily life. So if that's something that's it's intriguing you, you know, stick around, you know, Lori uh, has some really good content, you know, if you keep following her, uh, she's definitely going to bring it up. Uh, and, and I would definitely say email her about it because there's going to be uh, a lot of interest, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure people listening to this program um, where you might be interested in saving the money and, and the money you're paying to the interest and the time you're, you're spending on paying off the mortgage. So that's something that I would have to say about, you know, reducing interest and utilizing different uh, credit products out there to do that. Okay. Well, gentlemen, we are out of time. I loved having both of you on this show. Thank you, mm-hmm. both Sam and Daniel Kwok, young entrepreneurs, both under the age of 25 and real estate investors. Uh, we're going to have to do this again and come back on a different show because you have mm-hmm. more information to share. <laughs> You're both wise beyond your years. So with that, I want to thank my listeners today. You've been listening to Keeping It Real with Lori Wetzel. And real stands for real estate and financial literacy. 
Thank you again. And if you are interested in finding finding out more information, please contact my office at 312-242-3393 or shoot me an email. Take care and you guys have a great day. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning into Keeping It Real. Be sure to join Lori Wetzel again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Central, and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. We know you'll learn something new every week, so we'll meet here again soon. Until then, focus on keeping it real and live a life of success.